What's, What's up, up everybody? everybody? We are back. Welcome to the Mindset Mogul Podcast. Brad, how are you doing today, brother? I am doing great. It's a sunny day in San Francisco. And as always, I am grateful to be here. That is amazing. I am very grateful too. As you guys probably know by now, we are your co-hosts, Josh Jacobs and Bradley Mora. And we are excited to jump back in today after a day break. We like to start every episode by talking about one thing we're grateful for and ask you to do the same at home or wherever you're listening to just think about something that you're grateful for, get in the right mood to listen to this podcast, listen to the content. And yeah, I'm grateful to be here today talking to the audience, talking to you, Brad. I'm grateful to have the sun shining, grateful to have a bottle of clean water right here. That's my go-to gratitude, having drinking water. Um, So yeah, I feel good, man. Ready to jump in today. I did. I was telling you earlier, I want to just talk about this for one second, but you know, I had this, this mindset moment earlier where I felt myself starting to self-sabotage and I stopped myself and I just felt like it's a good place to share on, on the pod. It's kind of embarrassing, but I don't care because we're here to get better. But you know, my wife this morning left to go to Florida for work, to go to Miami and I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod, but I love South Florida and I love the beach and I love the warmth and I want to move there and live on the beach one day. And I felt myself just getting like, you know, kind of jealous this morning when she left and there's no reason for me to, to be jealous. She deserves to go and I go without her frequently. So there's no reason in the world for me to be jealous. But it's just a natural feeling that comes up, right? And it's like my inner child or whatever you want to call it. And I just, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, you know, well, I self-sabotaging thoughts start to come. You know, should I just cancel the rest of my work day and just, you know, do nothing and just, you know, eat like shit and smoke a joint or something? Who knows, <laughs> right? I'm just thinking about all the ways I could possibly self-sabotage that are going to give me comfort in that moment. That's the real word is what's going to give me comfort in that moment. Yep. Yep. And I was talking against myself, realizing like if I do any one of these things, it's not going to get me closer to my dream of moving and living in Miami. It's only going to make make it further away. And I'm having this inner dialogue with myself. And then immediately I went to one of the practices that we talk about all the time, which is to change your mental state, change your physical state. And I started doing burpees. And the burpee, luckily, I my face was about one inch from a massive bug when I was doing the burpees. <laughs> and it completely distracted me from my jealousy into freaking out like a little seven-year-old girl. But yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I felt like I always think about when I'm going through those moments in my head now, like this is something good to talk about on the show because this is like a practical moment where I need to shut that part of myself down because it's not rational and come back to what is my vision? What is my purpose? What is my mission? Are the actions I'm going to take right now aligned with that vision and that purpose? And when I reflect on that, I always make the right decision. So yeah, I just wanted to share real quick before we jumped into the episode. Dude, I think it's great that you're sharing that because you said it's embarrassing. I don't think it's embarrassing, especially as we get older (laughs) and as part of being a mindset mogul, you got to say who gives... A right, shit what cares? anybody else thinks and like just the exercise of airing your dirty laundry it it's probably actually going to go that's just a good theme for what we're going to talk about in the episode today but coming back to you specifically 
I think a lot of people, I know I do, relate to the notion that you're not always in control of your emotions. Like you having a jealous response about Miami. It's not like you're sitting there making a choice like, I love Miami. I'm going to be really jealous of my wife for going there. That's not a conscious thought that you're having. These are things that just bubble up that you don't have control over. You're right. It's probably some inner child thing that we're not quite qualified to speak on that is you know rooted from whatever past events that led you to feel that way. But an acknowledgement of being a mindset mogul is the self-awareness to catch the thought, to catch the feeling and then catch the thoughts that came from that of, I want comfort. And then having the toolkit to do something about it. And I think it's a pretty advanced move to go straight to burpees after you (laughs) were just about to go eat junk food and potentially smoke a joint. So I think... That also should be a huge opportunity just to take a ton of momentum into the rest of your day because that's like the definition of a perfect small win. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I felt like my day since then has been freaking awesome. Like I've gotten a lot done. I've, I feel very clear. And like you said, it is a small win, but like it feels like a big win. Even though it's a small win, it feels big. That's something that I feel I'm pretty good at is when I win, I acknowledge that win because it helps me next time that something like that happens to think back to, oh, I won that moment. I could win this moment. So I'm very clear in acknowledging. That's why I'm talking about it right now, even on the pod. You know, like I'm very clear in acknowledging those those shifts in my mindset in real time when they're happening. So yeah, thanks for thanks for listening. I think the final thing I'll say on that I like when we talk about stories that are happening in real life and then it triggers me coming back to call it a pillar of being a mindset mogul, but you winning in that moment and then rewarding yourself for winning in that moment, that is the perfect structure for building an identity of being somebody who wins in those little moments. And if you win enough of those little moments, that's why you're right. It actually is a big deal because... It sets the tone for you winning every next little moment that your body, your mind, your emotions try to take you out of control of the situation. You decide you're going to control the controllable, won the battle with your mind, and then rewarded yourself for doing that. And in doing so, you've built the identity of somebody who wins these battles, which over time compounds into you being a mindset mogul, moving to Miami, getting what you want in life. And so you're right. It is a big deal. Yeah, and that's why they always say like win the day, right? It's true because if you win, win enough days, minute, you're you going to win the month, you're going to win the year. But it really does break down to win the moment. Like if I didn't win that moment and I went into, you know, that comfort mode, I would have lost the day. But because I won that moment, I'm very confident that I'm going to win the day now, even though it's only noon or whatever. I'm I know that I'm going to win the day because of how I started it off that way. So you also lose the vote for the identity when you actually think about it, too. That's two steps back because you voted the wrong way. And then now you got to like vote twice to go get back to where you would have been if you had just voted in the right direction today. So win that moment. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. I'm sure that you guys listening have maybe relating in some maybe have some relatability in some way but maybe not thanks for listening anyways let's jump into our episode today we have a Q&A we have a question from Anthony S and it says hi guys question for you 
I finally got some momentum and feel like my life is moving in the right direction. I started an e-commerce business and I've been putting all of my energy into that instead of trying to climb the corporate ladder at my current job. My family doesn't support this and thinks I should stick to my job and guaranteed income. It's causing friction and I'm upset that they don't understand. What would you do if you were me? Anthony, first of all, thank you so much for your question. We appreciate it. I think both of us have a lot to talk about when it comes to this, specifically on transitioning from a job to having your own business and not caring what people think and all that. But let's identify a couple different things here. Number one, there is how do you properly transition from your job to full-time in your own business? Number two, how do you not care what other people think and not allow it to ruin your relationships, I guess. I guess those are the two primary things that your question is addressing that we could talk about. So I guess the first thing that I that we could talk about, Brad, is, you know, it sounds like some of the friction is coming from the, the family wanting him to stick to his job and his guaranteed income. And I would actually agree with them because not in the sense of quitting, giving up on building your business. I just mean don't quit your job until you have, I don't know if your opinion on this is different, Brad, but I would say at least six months of your salary in savings and at least six months where you have consistently made more money on your business than at your job. Because that, number one, gives you six months of leeway if anything goes wrong because now you have six months of salary and savings. And number two, you have six months of history outperforming your job. So it kind of gives you a little bit of uh, you know confidence going forward that you're going to continue making this amount of money. Brad, what do you think about the six-month concept? Do you think that that's too aggressive? Do you think that that's too conservative? What do you think about that? I don't know if that always needs to be true. I think each person's situation is going to be different. And based on really the risk tolerance that you can have based on the situation that you currently live in. And what I'm alluding to here is like, if you have a family, it's going to look a lot different than if you're a single guy who only has to worry about himself. Just because in that scenario, if things went bad, you're the single guy and you don't have to worry about savings as much per se, you can always go get another job. And that can be an outlet in case things don't go well. But I think you're hitting on an important broader concept of don't quit your job until the trade-off of quitting that job is enough. Like whatever the opportunity cost is, whatever time you could be spending on the other business, if that amount of money you're losing out on is greater than whatever your job is paying you, that's the time that you should leave. And obviously that's difficult math to come to, but I think it's a good framework to work under that don't leave your job too early because up until the point that leaving would make you more money, that job is going to be feeding you like money resources. Yeah, really it's going to feed you the the monetary resources needed to continue pushing your business forward until it's at a place that it needs to be. I know historically I get caught up in these thought cycles about I really don't want to be doing my job. I'd much rather be working on the other thing. And because of that, I start to come up with reasons why I should leave the job and go work on the business that I'm starting. 
but I'm manufacturing those reasons. The reality is me working at the job because that money is feeding the other business before it's ready to stand on its own two legs is actually going to lead to a better outcome for me than just leaving to go do the new thing. And so I think it's important to understand and have the discipline to work the job until it actually doesn't make any sense to do it anymore. And so I think the six month thing you said has validity. It's probably a good place to start as you think about risk management and leaving a job to go run your own business. But yeah, the one thing I think I have to add to that is I'm sure you feel antsy, Anthony, to go leave and that's causing friction. And so work to resolve and build a narrative for yourself that the current job that you're working is the right thing to do until it's not the right thing to do. But be patient. Yeah, I agree with that. And I think I those same thought cycles I go through myself too or went through myself. And I would say this, like, think about how you would act differently if you didn't have the job. Think about it. You're getting money right now that's supporting not only your lifestyle, like especially if you have a family, you're supporting your family, but it's also going to support your startup costs for your business, your advertising costs for your business. It's going to be the fuel that you need to get your business off the ground in the first place. That's number one. And number two, if you are worried about money, that a lot of times takes up a shitload of your mental energy and your mental space. And if you're not worried about money, it gives you the ability to build your business without having that part of your brain consumed by the thoughts of how am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to pay for advertising? How am I going to get this product? How am I going to do this, that when you don't have money, not everybody, but at least for me, if when I didn't have money, my brain was moving a million miles an hour about how can I get money all the time? And it's not a good feeling to be in. It's a much better feeling to have that money coming in and being able to finance anything you want to do for your business with that fuel that you're getting from your current job. So I would say, you know, that is something to keep in mind. Secondly, I would say to sacrifice as much of your free time as possible outside of work to speed up the process of building your business. So, you know, if you work a job eight hours a day, you could work on your business six hours a day and you'll be in 14 hours a day. Yeah. That's, that's a long day, but like, that's what it takes. It's not an easy thing to do. I know you said easy, Brad, but like it's simple. (laughs) It's not easy. Like it's a simple concept of this is how much time you have in a day, but it's hard to, especially if you have a family to go and spend that much time. But What I would keep in mind is this, it's short term because all you need to do is build the business up to a point where you can replace your job income. And once you replace your job income, that 14 hour day either stays 14 hours a day with all of your energy being poured into your business, or all of a sudden it shortens to a 10 hour day or an eight hour day where like your old day, but now all the time is spent on the business. So those 14 hour days are only temporary while you are mixing both things together. Do you have anything on that, Brad? The one thing I'd add, and this has been a a useful framework for me, and I think I alluded to it a minute ago, but didn't explain it clearly, but to get through the tough time where you're working the 14 hours a day, build a narrative about yourself as the hero of this story. Like You should lean into and start to love the hunger and the hustle of what is a temporary period of time, because that 
isn't sustainable to do for years, but grow to be in love with the story of you are bursting out of your current life and evolving into the new one that you want to have where you have this business and build that narrative for yourself and tell it to yourself every day. And I think that you'll find that some of the friction of doing both will start to melt away because you've built the right story for yourself to lean into. And I just wanted to echo the one point on the, the 14 hours contracting. There's a lot of things out on social media that you'll hear where it's like, you should be working on your business like 12 plus hours a day. I think you're probably not very efficient if you need to do that every day. Unless you're running a billion dollar enterprise, there are just a finite number of things and a speed at which activities and time can move. I'm not saying don't work hard on what you're doing. I just don't think that in most cases, I can't speak for every business out there. Like if you want to move a business along working on it more and harder will do that. But there is going to be the most leverage likely in the first four to six hours that you're working on something. And then I'm sure there's some administrative stuff that comes after that. But yeah, I think you're absolutely right. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel when you're working on something because you should be getting enough leverage out of your time that you're not working 12 hour days on something. And I think I've experienced that myself in the businesses that I've run. I had the expectation that I should be working all this time and then found that if I'm doing it right, that number contracts. Thanks for adding that. I think that's a really important part, especially building your own narrative. I think that's a huge, be the hero of your own story, which by the way, that's what I want to get into next, which is not caring what other people think. And, you know, Andy Frisella says this all the time. Nobody is going to believe in you until you actually do it, including your family, including your friends, including anybody. They may say they believe in you. In this case, maybe they say they don't. Maybe that's what's the friction. Maybe you want them to believe in you so badly and they don't. And that is what's causing friction. And that sucks. But at the end of the day, have you given them a reason to believe in your ability to start your own business? And if not, it's totally okay. But you have to keep that in mind is, There's no reason for them to believe in me because I've never done this before. So give them a reason to believe in you. Make that one of the things that drives you is they don't believe in me. Well, guess what? I'm going to fucking show them. And, you know, maybe take it with that much intensity. Maybe don't. I think it's important to realize even if you do take it with that much intensity, you still cannot tie their thoughts and how they feel to your emotions. It's one thing to use it to drive you. It's another to let it actually affect your emotions and get sad about it because you cannot control how other people feel. You know what you want in your life. You know what your mission is. You know what your goals are. And if other people do not understand them or align with them, it's okay. You can use it as fuel, but don't let it affect you emotionally because you will show them. And more importantly, you're going to show yourself. I've been lucky in the sense where I haven't dealt very much with people being unsupportive. I've definitely dealt with people telling me to get a job so that I have steady money. And, you know, that the not understanding of how I want to be an entrepreneur so bad. But again, I just would say not to let it affect you in the way of, you know, hurting you emotionally, but use it to drive you. We're in the same boat where I didn't necessarily have a ton of vocal, vocal dissent on what I was doing. People telling me that I couldn't do what I was trying to do. And so I'm grateful for that. And I think I definitely hear 
anecdotally, a lot of people deal with that, especially from their families, because their families think that they're coming from a good place and trying to coach their children into how to live their life in a highly stable, repetitive, boring, non-self-actualizing type of way. Because, and that's at no fault of them, but that was just the frameworks that were beat into them as they grew up in what was a different time than now. My way of thinking about these types of situations is you almost want to live in your own fantasy land of, you know, something that they don't like your eyes are wide open to the world of possibility. And it's unfortunate that they don't share that same worldview to your point, Josh, you can't control how they see the world, which is going to impact how they're going to see it is what they're doing. And so ultimately when I was going to do this business and had the anticipation of people telling me one thing or another, I sat down and just focused very intensely on this is how I see the world. This is the key to unlock the life that I want. And if people can't share that opinion or share that viewpoint with me, then it really just doesn't matter because this is the, I'm holding that viewpoint so strongly and I understand that I can't change how they're going to think about a situation. And so I don't know if that's an effective tool, but I would start to put yourself in mental isolation with how you think about your situation. And I like the concept of bringing a lot of intensity to that. Like know with 100% conviction that going to do this e-commerce business brings you closer to the life that you want than not doing it. If you have that 100% conviction, everyone, it's the peanut gallery. What anyone has to say about anything doesn't matter. So yeah, I think give yourself the freedom to release yourself of the friction that you're feeling because it's only going to hold you back in this scenario. And it's just to add to what you're saying, you know, part of the, the beginning of the question is I finally got some momentum and feel like my life is moving in the right direction. And you feel the friction of, of, you know, maybe being held back a little bit. And again, it's probably coming from a loving place, but momentum is a real thing. When you feel momentum, lean into it as hard as you possibly can and just go harder. I don't know how else to say it, but momentum is real. If you feel that you're moving in the right direction, keep going and go harder. I know we're talking a lot about do this, do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. A lot of it is mixed around, but I'm telling you momentum is real. If you feel it, continue to build that momentum up to the point where it's just a freaking flowing river that doesn't stop. You know what momentum is? It's a ton of winning the moments and you're stacking those up quickly. And so coming back to the story you told earlier, I think those are the building blocks of momentum. And so when you say that it's real, it is real because you're getting a ton of votes for the new identity. You're getting a ton of votes for living the future life that you want. And the more votes you get, the easier it is to get more votes in that direction. In the same way that when you take one step back, it's actually two steps forward to get to where you need to go. But in the case where you start stacking votes in the right direction, they start to compound and you then are picking up speed, building towards the direction that you want. And so the fact, Anthony, that you even mentioned momentum means that you are at a critical point right now to take full advantage of how you're feeling this forward motion towards what it is that you want. And so there is no better time than now to say fuck it to what anybody else thinks about what you're doing and have 100% conviction 
that you can do this and it's the right path for you. Couldn't have said it any better. I think we could call it there. I think the last thing that I want to mention is maybe an exercise for you, Anthony, and, and anybody else that's going through this. I would say something that is important in your situation is clearly identifying what is going to be the transition point where I switch from job to business. And I think, Brad, add anything you want to this, but I think it's important to, number one, establish what is required for you to actually quit your job and start your own business? Is it a certain amount of money? Is it something else that we don't know about from this question? What specifically is going to be required for you to feel confident enough or you and your family to feel confident enough for you to stop the job and start the business? That's the first thing I would write down. Be very specific with what it is. If it's an amount of money, say how much money is it exactly that, I, that I'm that i making per month? How much money is it exactly that I have saved up? If it's you know something else, then be specific about that. That's the first thing I would do. And the second thing I would do is we've talked about this a lot, but I think it would be helpful in your scenario as well, which is to write down the characteristics of yourself as who you need to be to run this business full time. What are the characteristics of somebody with the identity that can own this business full time, that doesn't need the job, that can support their family, that can get over any of the friction that you're that you're dealing with like what are all the things that you need to encompass in your life to be the person that is capable of quitting your job and running this business full time and earning a full time income and creating all of the dreams that I'm sure you have i would say do those two things and you should find a lot of clarity in where you're going and not care as much about the opposition you're getting to you know, what you're doing right now. So I don't know if you have anything to add to that, Brad. I thought that was a fantastic addition and concrete steps that Anthony can take. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, let's call it there. Anthony, I hope you got some value out of this. Anybody else listening? I hope you got some value. If you did, we would really, really appreciate it. If you followed us on Apple or Spotify or whatever podcast platform you're listening, leave a review five stars, please. We really appreciate that. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe, leave a comment. If you want your own question answered, you could leave that question in a comment or you can send it in to support at mindsetmogul.com and we will answer it on the pod for you. So with that said, really appreciate you guys listening all the way through and we will see you in the next one. Take care. Take care.